Hi friends, I'm Lori McDonald, and I'm so grateful to be praying with you today. Aura Ministry is a place of vulnerability before God and one another as we receive Jesus in His love, healing, and restoration. One of the ways we do this is through prayer, and in Latin, aura means pray. As we enter into this sacred space with the Holy Spirit, I want to encourage you to listen intently for God's voice in the scripture and in each woman's reflection on it, so that God might do something new in you today. Thanks so much for joining us as we aura together. And now, wherever you're at in your faith journey or in your day right now, let us pray. Amos 8, 4 to 7. Hear this, you that trample on the needy and bring to ruin the poor of the land, saying, When will the new moon be over so that we may sell grain, and the Sabbath so that we may offer wheat for sale? We will measure out less and charge more and tamper with the scales, buying the poor for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals and selling the sweepings of the wheat. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, Surely I will never forget any of their deeds. Pause. Pray. And reflect. More or less. One of the things I loved most about living in Edinburgh was my neighborhood, the Old Town. Almost every service I'd want in the run of a week was within a 15 minute walk. Fishmonger, grocer, bank, chemist, university, pub. A favorite shop was Greg's, the bakery. Not infrequently, I'd request a dozen jelly donuts and, to my delight, receive 13 treats of deliciousness. The baker's dozen. A widely accepted explanation for the baker's practice of giving customers 13 baked goods when only 12 were purchased is a lesson in caution. Encyclopedia Britannica reports that, in medieval England, rigid laws governing the price of grain, and therefore wheat for bread-making, meant that bakers had to be careful to provide value for money. A baker found to have cheated a customer by providing undersized loaves, even inadvertently, could be fined or even whipped. Faced with the challenge of making baked goods that were uniform in size in the absence of a scale to weigh their dough, Bakers decided to err on the side of caution by adopting the practice of giving extra. Thirteen loaves rather than twelve. 
Contrast this with the grain merchants we encounter in the first reading for this Sunday. They make it a point to give not extra value, but less value. They measure out less and charge more. They tamper with the scales, so that customers are forced to pay more for grain than it's worth. They undervalue their customers' money, forcing them to add more coins to make up the shortfall. In this way, they make the poor poorer, pushing them closer to the point where they must sell themselves into slavery to pay their debts. And, rather than embracing the Sabbath and new moon holy days as times to worship, these grain merchants are impatient to get them over with so that they can resume their trade and make more money. This last part of the reading gives me pause, and I ask, how do I approach Sundays and other holy days? To be honest, there are times when I'm working on a project and I just want to get it done. I may be tempted on Sundays and other days of rest to finish painting that room or cleaning those windows And of course, there are times when we have to work on Sundays. Hospital workers, bus drivers, all sorts of people are duty-bound to work on Sundays, and there's not a thing wrong in that. I might see myself as being on better ground than the grain merchants. They are neglecting the Sabbath for greedy, antisocial reasons, whereas I'm being productive and doing useful things. But Perhaps it's helpful to think not about what I am doing, but what I'm not. At the core of it, the problem is that by choosing work over worship, I'm prioritizing something over my relationship with God. My grandmother often said, you can give one day a week to the Almighty. I try to remember this. God is good to me, and I have so much to be grateful for. Is my life so busy that I cannot set aside labor for one day a week and instead enjoy rest, worship, and recreation? Of course, I can, and I should. Rest, worship, and recreation are beneficial. I can be disciplined enough to appreciate God's gift of one day each week in which to enjoy and embrace them. Maybe with a nice cup of tea and a jelly donut. Thanks again for spending this time in prayer with us today. If God spoke an encouraging word to your heart and you feel comfortable, You can share it with us in the comment section on our website at auraministry.ca. We would love to hear what God is doing in you and through you, and we would also love to have the opportunity to welcome you to our community. If you're finding God is blessing you through this ministry and are feeling called to give back to it, you can do that through our website as well by going to auraministry.ca and you'll find the donor box there. God bless you this day. May Aura move you deeper into community and closer to your true identity in Jesus.